Welcome to Just Another Day Podcast. Thanks for joining me today. Hope everybody had a, uh, had a good weekend. I know I did. The weather in, uh, in Boston has been beautiful. Hope it stays that way. Love the nice weather. Spring is here, boys, finally. Alright, so what do we got going on? I really haven't been paying attention to the news a lot. You know, it's been so negative lately, you know, it's... I don't know, I kind of want to maybe switch switch it up a little bit on this podcast. You know, politics really it can stress you out. So, I... But, you know, on politics, Title 42, I know I talked about it like, you know, maybe a week or two ago. It is ending... May 11th. I think on my last episode I talked about it. I might have said May 9th, but it's ending May 11th. So, there's going to be a massive surge at the border. That's just, you know, that's, they're already like camped out. There's, there's people coming. It's, they're trying to extend it for another two years, but, excuse me, (coughs) you would need uh, bipartisan support. There are a few senators i think i think Kristen cinema and and tom tillis um i think the senators i think i always get the house in this in the senate mixed up sometimes but there are a few democrats that uh that you know that want to try to extend it with the republicans will it happen i don't know i don't know if, if it'll pass the senate i mean if how how could they not how like why would you keep it? There's gonna be such a massive surge at the border. Not even that so much as the surge. They're not gonna be able to send people back. They're just gonna be just coming in in droves, and just openly walking in. They they're not gonna deport anybody because they are still saying that the border is secure. I think they're so dug in on that that just lying to to themselves and. The American people, you know what? They're not even lying to themselves because they know they're lying. They don't. They know that the border is an absolute disaster. They just won't admit it because the Republicans are the ones that are, you know, they've given them all the criticism. You know, uh, firing a couple. There's a couple um, Democrats like Kristen Cinema, Tom Tillis, uh, Manchin, uh, Joe Manchin. But mainly, you know, you have Mayorkas up there swearing in front of Congress, not swear, I mean, like, swearing that it's, it's secure, we're doing everything we can, we're doing every, uh, we have, we have a, uh, challenge at the border, they won't call it a crisis, they call it a challenge, so we'll just have to see what, you know, what shakes out in that, you know, come May 11th, it's, it's probably gonna, they're probably, oh, yes, another thing, I don't know about where everybody else lives, I'm pretty sure it's nationwide, but in Massachusetts, per the CDC, I'm assuming this applies throughout the country. The pandemic is over. What a coincidence that is, because Title 42 was a pandemic era, yeah, a pandemic law that, you know, Trump put in with the pandemic. Now the pandemic is, coincidentally, it's just over now. A week before for, Title Forty Two ends, wow! What a surprise! I would have never saw that coming. This just shows you that CDC, the NIH, the White House administration—they work hand in glove. 
They're talking to each other every day. They're coordinating. This is just plain out in the open, like, fuck you. We don't care. Go ahead. Try to criticize us. Nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to change. So that's an, I hope that, I, I mean, these Republicans, they better do something about it. They better, I don't, I don't know what they could do. I mean, it doesn't matter what they do. The Democrats, they, even though they have the Senate in, in the Republicans have the White House, it doesn't matter. The, the Democrats still just, they hold the power because they have the media. They have the newspapers, except for, you know, obviously Fox and OAN and, you know, they have, they own Bezos owns the Washington Post, I think. You know, you got the New York Times. You got, you know, LA Times. You get freaking every newspaper other than the New York Post. And I think, I don't know, there's one more. But anyway, we'll just have to see how it shakes out. And another thing on that, the guy that got choked out on the subway, in the subway car... There's possibly, they might bring charges to the Marine that, that unfortunately, uh, you know, restrained him till the guy, till the dude died. I, that's a tough one because, I mean, the guy was trying to protect people. It's unfortunate he ended up dying. I think it was just a bad hold. The guy wasn't malicious in it. He wasn't trying to kill him but you have the freaking governor of new york kathy hochel and, and all these fucking idiots just calling for this guy instead of trying to calm the country down there's been massive protests there's protests on the train tracks people were actually where the guy died i'm assuming on the train track so the train couldn't come through like come on people like get a fucking grip this country is imploding, and the people that are, that are in power, they're the ones that are stoking the flames. I mean, if this guy, I, I would be surprised if they didn't, if they don't uh, bring up charges on this dude. You got all these, you know, these lawmakers and, and politicians calling for this guy to be charged. And I, I would be surprised if they don't. They're probably gonna this week. And it sucks for everybody. It sucks for the, you know, the guy that died, obviously, and the guy that was just trying to help people or protect people from this guy that was coming in, yelling, erratic, whatever. Um, they just, you know, the only pictures they have of him, of him, you know, that one video of him dancing like Michael Jackson. There's been a ton of people that have been like on Reddit and Twitter, like. Dude, this dude was cool. He was cool. He, you know, at first, you know, he would just dance like, uh, you know, like MJ, and he was an MJ, uh, Michael Jackson impersonator, and then he started getting, uh, like, um, aggressive to people and asking for money, demanding money. Like, he apparently uh, has uh, beat up a couple old people. I think this sixty-five-year-old lady. He like broke her orbital bone and like fractured a jaw or something and the 67 year old dude i think he like broke his cheekbone or broke his jaw like dude like to beat the shit out of old people and then oh he tried to kidnap a seven-year-old girl 
I mean, come on. This is like, this is like George Floyd. These people have, they have a ton, a ton of arrests. They have a ton of, uh, bad, uh, what am I trying to say? Like bad charges under their belt. You know, these, these aren't like little misdemeanors. Do try to kidnap a little girl, beat the shit out of old people. You know, George Floyd, home invasion on a pregnant lady, held a gun to her to her belly. I mean, it's sad that they died. I mean, how many people are safe now that they could no longer harm them? I'm not saying it's good that they died or anything like that. Do not misunderstand that. But don't make them out to be saints. Don't lie to people and say that he was just a Michael Jackson performer and only put that one snippet on. And, and then you forget about... The other, you forget about the 42 arrests that he had, the assault and batteries, the attempted kidnapping. Like, how is he still out on the street? Like, I mean, they can't, there's no treatment, there's not, like, how, after you try to kidnap a seven-year-old girl, I mean, what, you just let him out? I don't know if he served any time. All right, then the first old person you beat up, okay, then the second old person you beat up, there's a little bit of a pattern here. So it's, I think it's the fault. No, I don't think I, it is the fault of the New York criminal justice system. It's the fault of the DAs. This is, this is all, these are all the George Soros funded DAs. This is what he is doing. He loves this. He's just sitting back looking at what's going on in America and laughing because he's doing it right. He's, yeah, he, he, he donates a ton to, you know, all the politicians and the senators and the Congress people and this and that. But he he mostly focuses on state and local DAs, you know, councilmen, uh, uh, DAs, councilmen, uh, school board members, like, oh, shit like that. He, mayors, he knows what he's doing because that's what matters, the, the state, local, shit like that in the community. That's what he does. He knows what he's doing. You have to you have to sow discourse in the communities and then it just it's it's like a like a simmer throughout this country and it is. It's spreading, it's spreading, it's the it's these violence, this anarchy, it's this country is imploding, it's a it's hitting a boiling point, and he is just sitting there laughing. From this one guy, I mean, not just this one guy, but he, most of these DAs and shit are all funded by Soros, but nobody can talk about it because they'll, they'll, if they start to criticize him, then that, that gravy train, oh, you're not on the gravy train anymore. So that's what it's about. It's all about, it's all about money. It's all about power. And they don't care who they have to step on to get it. And the people that they're stepping on are me and you. The American people, they don't give a shit about us. They only give a shit about the power and the money that they think that they deserve or they just want. So that's it. We'll see what happens with Title 42. And, uh, oh yeah, Biden had some uh, some interview with, uh, M- I think it was MSNBC. I didn't really see it, but, you know, they hit him with a couple of questions about Hunter and you're just saying how proud he is of his son and which, you know, it's his father. He should be, but 
I don't know. We'll have to see what shakes out with Hunter. I don't think much is going to happen with that. It's Hunter Biden. The guy can do no wrong. We'll have to see what happens. So we'll see what happens with Title 42 and what tomorrow brings. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye.